Hey, beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Leading Behind the Scene. This month, we continue to focus on real live success stories. So I've invited a few friends of mine to unpack their secrets to achievement and the lessons they've learned along the way. We will explore their unique origin stories, the hurdles they've overcome, and the strategies that have propelled them to success. Within each conversation, you'll discover invaluable insights, actionable advice, and a healthy dose of motivation to fuel your own entrepreneurial aspirations. So whether you're an established CEO, an aspiring CEO, or simply someone who loves a good success story, you're in the right place. Our guest experiences are as diverse as the businesses they run, but one thing unites them all, their unwavering dedication to turning dreams into reality and living a life they love. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, and I'm thrilled to be on this entrepreneurial journey with you. So let's dig in. Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now let's get into today's episode. Family, I am super excited about my guest today. Oh my God. She went from making 40K in her business to a half a million dollars in just four years. And then eventually went on to surpass the seven-figure mark in business. This is a story of resilience, innovation, and unwavering determination that will leave you inspired and ready to chase your own dreams. We're about to dive deep into the secrets behind this incredible transformation, the challenges faced, and the strategies employed to achieve such rapid success. Take lots of notes so you can apply these same insights to your own journey. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, budding business owner, or simply someone who loves a good success story again, you're in for a treat. Prepare to be motivated, educated, and entertained. Help me welcome the Tasha Boo to the show. Tasha. Hello, hello. How are you? Fantastic. (laughs) I miss your face. I miss your face. We have to coffee chat more often. Oh, my God. Because that is like my one bone I have to pick. I was like, why have we not had a virtual coffee chat? It's been like a month of Sunday since we talked. What is going on? (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) I don't understand it. So let me tell you guys how amazing Tasha is. Tasha Booth is an agency owner, coach, and podcaster. She's the founder and CEO of The Launch Guild, a full-service launch support agency working with established coaches and course creators with course and podcast launches. Her team is over 20 members strong and works together to support their clients and being able to focus on their zone of genius. Additionally, she mentors virtual support pros, launch managers, and agency owners, hence myself, who are passionate and ready to grow their businesses while living life on their own terms. And if that is not enough, She is the host of the How She Did That podcast, a podcast for virtual support pros to learn business and tech tips. So y'all should be running to go subscribe right now and learn about all the things. So 
I want to give a little backstory here. Okay. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So I actually watched Tasha for like a long time online before engaging with her. Because y'all know I'd be super suspect of the people online, (laughs) y'all. I'd be like, hmm, I don't know. I'm not too sure about this. Because you don't always get what you see on the surface. That was a lesson I learned the hard way. But after watching for a while, being in her Facebook group for support professionals, I decided to join one of the low ticket programs. And I think I pay like $2.97 or something to be in the four week boot camp. I think it was something like that. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. And I was like blown away. I was like, huh, she actually showed up herself. (laughs) (laughs) She actually showed up herself for four weeks to teach us. I was like, I think I like her. (laughs) I'm going to be working with her in some capacity. I just didn't know how. And then I was getting ready to join Booked and Balanced. Mm -hmm. And you sent me a Voxer message and you were like, you could do that. And I think you'd be a great fit. But I have something new I'm launching and I think you'll be a better fit for that. And I'm like, okay, send me the details. I'll take a peek. So she sends me this unfinished landing page. (laughs) I think it was like a Google Doc. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what is going on? But I did not care at that point. And so I'm reading through it and I'm like, okay, it's a yes. I'm in. But I was terrified, right? This was the first five-figure investment that I was actually making into my professional development at any time. Like minus college, of course. We don't count college. So I was so terrified, but I did it because I knew that you were the mentor and the coach that I needed. Somebody who had done it, somebody who was willing to be transparent and open and who had built a team of people the way that I wanted to do so I could get out of the day-to-day. And so you were that person for me. So Tasha Booth, yes, I still say her (laughs) entire name, y'all. So don't judge me. I love the way it sounds together. So yes, she is still Tasha Booth, okay? So I'm so excited to be here and so excited to hear all the wisdom you have. I hope I'm wise today. I'm like really crossing my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you are. You're wise every day, even when you're not trying to be. I'm always the one in the group trying to prove Tasha wrong, y'all. I'm like, "Hmm." she really is. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think it's going to work, but I'm going to do it anyway and see what happens. And then it happens. And I'm like, holy shit, it actually worked. (laughs) And I'm like, Tasha, you were right all along. (laughs) It's the craziest thing, y'all. So here's a question I've been asking all of my guests at the beginning of this session, because we really want to understand the factors that have influenced your success. So tell us about your early life and upbringing. Like what were some of those key experiences that shaped who you are today? There are two that come to mind. The first one is that my parents took me to my first Broadway show when I was three years old. Wow. And they took me to see a chorus line, which if you know a chorus line at all, you know that it is not suitable for a three-year-old. So... (laughs) I like to say that my parents were either like the best parents or like the worst parents because (laughs) they are the best parents. But it just really solidified my love for theater, which has been a thread in my entire life. My degree is in theater. Wow. I still do it on the side. I do community theater in Albuquerque. And I also think it gave me the confidence 
to do all the things that I'm doing, right? And gave me also the ability to hear the words no and not make it a heartbreak for me and not make it mean something about me, right? Oh, that's good. Because in theater, when you are auditioning, you hear no all the time, every single day, like lots of times a day. And so, or like, thank you, you know, or like, and that's a no too, right? Like, thank you. (laughs) And you're like, and I'm never going to hear from them again, right? So getting that resilience and also the presence of like being able to stand up in front of any size crowd and feel comfortable, I think that that has definitely shaped who I am. And then the other thing was, I never liked relying on other people Mm. for money. Like, even when I was, like, seven years old, I was, like, out there hustling. She's like, I got to make a dollar, y'all. I never wanted to, like, need to ask somebody's permission to buy something. Like, can I have $5 for this pack of gum or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, even those things. So I think that entrepreneurial spirit of, like, I am going to make something that is my own was definitely from the time I was a wee little child. This makes (laughs) so much sense, y'all. Let me tell you why. If you follow Tasha online... You would know why this makes so much sense. If you don't follow her, you should go follow her now. Because I would be watching her (laughs) Facebook page like, why is she telling us every single thing about her life? What is happening here right now? (laughs) And then you just became to look for it. You're like, what is it going to be today? Is she dancing somewhere? Mm -hmm. What is she eating? Like, (laughs) is she by the pool? Like, what is happening right now? And why is she doing this? So this makes (laughs) so much darn sense right now that I'm like, Okay. She was taught very early, like in this game, there's no shame. She's just like, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Yep. I plopped and fell on my face and I'm going to tell Facebook about it. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, okay. Cause I would have, I'm such an oversharer. I know you would have kept it to yourself, right? I would have kept that to myself. Like nobody's ever going to see that. (laughs) But you know, the thing about that is number one, I am an oversharer because I can't be any other way. Like I bring my whole self and Who you see Tasha as right now is like, if you come to one of my retreats, I'm the same person. I'm probably going to be wearing the same clothes, like all the things. And so (laughs) I don't have a online me versus like in-person me. It's the same me. Yeah. And it's so cool, though, because it's like we become ingrained in your life. And I think that was what drew me to you because she'd be like, what dress color? And I'm like, it's the red one. Of course, it's the red (laughs) one. Go with the red one. Like, listen to me, Tasha. (laughs) I love it. So what sparked your interest in this industry? Like, how did you get to being this whole agency built around launches and all of the things? I tell people all the time that I really stumbled into it. And what I mean by that is I had a hobby blog that was about frugal, healthy living. So I used to, number one, be a figure competitor and number two, be an extreme couponer. And there were so many people who were like, you can't coupon healthfully And I was like, let me prove you wrong. (laughs) And so I had this whole blog called The Frugal Fit Girl about couponing healthfully. So as I started blogging, I got more into just the understanding the business of blogging and into some blogging Facebook groups and everything and started to see the words VA pop up. And at first I like literally, Mm. I was like, veterans affairs? Like I had no idea. (laughs) like, what is happening? (laughs) Why are they talking about veterans affairs and Virginia so often? Right. (laughs) And then I realized, I know, like literally (laughs) I had zero frame of reference, Gwendolyn, on like what VA was. 
And once I realized what it was, I realized there are all these people that are struggling with the things that like were coming easy to me. I was just doing them for my own blog. But I was like, you don't know how to like set up ConvertKit. Like it's easy, you know, like we do it every day. What's wrong? Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I do it every day. From there, I was like, well, I have some student loans to pay off, credit card debt to pay off, was working a full time nonprofit job and that paid like $33,000 a year. So was never going to see the end of my student loans or my credit card debt with just that income, right? And I decided to just do it on a whim, like literally on a whim. I charged $5 an hour at first. My God. (laughs) I know. I had a package of, it was $50 for 10 hours. And I got like 10 people. Of course you did. (laughs) I know, right? I got 10 people immediately. And then I was like, okay, this is way too much work. And I was like, I was doing all the things. I wasn't doing like launches. I was doing like data and research and like anything anybody gave me. So I quickly realized, okay, I'm enjoying some of this and I'm not enjoying some of this. So after those first two months, I was like, either I figure out how to make it, I enjoy most of what I'm doing or I don't do it. And once I stepped into like, I am going to do lean into what I enjoy doing, I was in my fourth month when I made my first $4,000, like in a month, right? In my business. And then that was still part-time kind of thing. Yeah. So I realized like I'm onto something. And then eventually I realized like, I really love tech and I really love the tech of launches specifically. And I didn't want to be everything for everybody. So I started getting people that were hiring me as their tech support for their launches. But then we're like, oh, can you like just like build my sales page, like design it? Or like, can you like write these emails? Like, no, (laughs) I can't do all of that. I I can do your tech. (laughs) And that's kind of where the idea of an agency first sparked in my mind in terms of I could do this with other people who had other excellence and experiences that I didn't. And that's kind of where the Launch Guild started. Oh my gosh. So talk to us a little bit about this pivotal moment or decision Mm -hmm. that sets you on that path to like, I'm leaning all in, I'm going to go start Mm -hmm. an agency, and then I'm going to turn around and teach people how to build agencies. Yeah. So I think the pivotal decision was less about building the agency and more about like, we had the agency, we were doing virtual support, online business management and launch support. Gotcha. And in early 2020, we decided to go all in on just launches. Gotcha. And we eliminated all of our ongoing VA and OBM clients, which was really scary because monthly recurring revenue is nice. Yes, (laughs) it is. And it's scary when you don't have it. We went from being able to project a year out, basically, to only being able to project two months out because our clients did eight-week packages with us. So that was really scary. But at the same time, it felt like a boiling point. And it felt like one of those places where, you know, like, have you ever gone... I was going to say skydiving. I've never gone skydiving. But have you ever Me done either. like zip lining? Done like zip lining or anything? No, but I've watched. Okay. So in zip lining, right? There's like, you're at this point where your brain is going like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me as you're climbing the ladder. Yes. Like, that's yes. really high, but I'll support you from the ground. <laughs> yeah. 
everything in your brain is going like, you are an idiot. Like, what is happening right now? And there becomes a point where you just have to like trust your gut and know that you're not going to fall on the ground. Everything is going to be okay. So that was kind of the point that I got to in deciding that we were going to go all in on launches. And I say that it was a boiling point because it was the same time around I was about to be part of like one of Amy Porterfield's programs as she was presenting me as like a leader in launches and somebody that she recommends people go to launches for. Then I was about to be on her podcast that July. And so it was a lot of like momentum moving us towards that. And it was the point where we just had to leap and say like, we're going to do this. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh. So talk about Amy Porterfield. How did we get there? Like, (laughs) What part of the dream was that lead us to that space? Because that's huge. I know, right? So I met Amy, I want to say 2018. It was a hundred person like mastermind conference kind of thing. And I introduced myself and I told her what I did. And she was like, that's really interesting, right? But she didn't really like remember me or anything. Then in January of 2020, right before the pandemic happened, I went to another mastermind event, similar size, about a hundred people. And she was a guest speaker there. And I introduced myself again. I said, you probably don't remember me. This is what I do. I told her about the launch guild. And she was like, whoa, slow down. Like, what do you do? And I said it again. And she said, can you email my team and let them know that I sent you? And I was like, absolutely. And literally before I could even email them, they had reached out to me on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So they were like, we want to include you in this training that Amy's doing. Please send us info on your packages. We need it in two days. (laughs) Well, okay then. So that was super fun, right? (laughs) I was like, okay. So from that time, which was like early February of 2020 to April of 2020, I can attribute about $50,000 of income to being like talked about by Amy Porterfield. Then George Floyd happened, right? In April of 2020. And everybody was kind of getting on coaches about like not having enough people of color. And one of the people that they were really harping on was Amy because, and she has admitted this since then, she did not have a lot of people of color. Yeah, on her team. On her team and even more so on her podcast. And so in a group, I basically stood up and said, you know what, Amy needs to work on that and comma, like she has been such a advocate for me and my company And I was like, you know, I've said this out loud to other people, but I need to say it to Amy to let her know. And like also to just be like, hey, I know you're having a hard week. Like I'm in your corner, right? Yeah. So I emailed her at like seven in the morning on like a Thursday. And she emailed me back. Like it was like the general inbox, right? And like she literally emailed me back within 30 minutes. And she was like, Tasha, I would love to have you on my podcast. Like, let's make this happen. Oh my God. Within two weeks, I was interviewing on her podcast. So let me get this right. We go from 40K to half a million to Amy Porterfield to a million dollars. Like, ma'am. I know. It was a little insane. So talk to me a little bit about what were some of the challenges and obstacles that came up as you were building along this way? I think while 2020 was an amazing year of growth for our team, It was, and you know, I use this analogy all the time. It felt like a train careening off the tracks because there was so much growth happening so quickly that we could not keep up in terms of like team, in terms of operations. 
And so it felt really exciting, but also there were definitely times where we dropped the ball, like inadvertently, and we were really, really trying, but it was just like, we just needed to slow down so that we could speed up again. So I think that that was kind of the biggest thing and and really leaning into what is our process, really nailing down Mm. what is the launch guild process and what does that framework look like specifically for how we work with clients. And once we nailed that down, like, it's been so much easier because it's so repeatable, but really getting through yeah. that messy middle of like figuring out what the heck was going on. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> that just resonates with me so much because, you know, when I came into your program, I was kind of in that place mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, I'm just going to burn it all down to the ground. OK, <laughs> and I'll see you later, Tasha. And she's like, yeah, that's an option. But. We could try this. And I'm like, mm, burning it down to the ground sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I'm going to challenge you to like 100 times your revenue goal. And I was like, this girl is in freaking sane. Like, who does that? Nobody does that. And I'm like, Tasha, it's never going to happen. And she's like, I'm just saying it could happen. We can work mm-hmm. on it. And so I think the impact that you've had, not just only in your business, but you going after your dreams and building your thing and teaching has inspired other agency owners like myself to do the same. And I think that's so huge. So who's been a like significant mentor or influential person on this journey for you? Oh, so many people. The three that I consistently think about are Shantae Hawkins. She was my first mentor. I was three months into business. I knew early on that like, I want to always take the fast pass. Like we're not doing struggle busting this. Like if somebody already created a path, just tell me what to do and I will do it, right? Yes. (laughs) So she was my first coach. It was, I think like a three week, it wasn't even a three month program. It was like a three week program or something. Oh, wow. But she just poured so much into me, even after in terms of just you know, going into my inbox and being like, hey, I'm thinking about you. I see all the hard work you're doing. You got this. Those sorts of things. Yeah. Shelly Weech was next. And Shelly and I are still amazing and great friends. She was somebody that I went into one of the virtual assistant groups. And she was talking about the fact that she was like making $25,000 a month. And once again, I was like, take my money. I'm a coaching <laughs> client of yours now. Tell me what to do. Like, what do I need to do to do that? Right. And then Nicole Jackson Miller, because she was my first coach Mm. specifically around agency. And she gave me so much of the initial tools, especially around leadership. And like in those early days when things got hard with team, how to be a leader. So those three women have just so poured into me over the years. And and yeah, they're the people I think about. I love that. So you should be taking all the notes right now, y'all, because Sasha's like, number one, Get you a mentor or a coach. Don't be waiting until you're like a year in, two years into business. You can get a coach when you start out and then fast track it. The struggle bus is not cute. Let me just say that. The struggle bus is not cute. Okay. It's lonely. It's hard. You do a lot of crying and it's just unnecessary. (laughs) It's just unnecessary. (laughs) So get off the struggle bus. Okay. Find you a community. This is so good. So before we jump out of here, what advice would you give to others who are seeking to build wildly successful businesses that align with their lives? Oh, 
build the dream and the vision of the life first. Because mm. you can create any kind of business that you want, right? <laughs> but I think a lot of people go after the financial first. They go after all of those pieces of it. And then they realize that they hate their business because they don't have the life that they wanted. Mm, that's good. And so if you really think about like, what is the full picture of the life that I want? Yeah. And then create a business that allows you to do that, right? So for example, I talk about all the time, like, you know, Scott, my husband. Yes. He and I just love, we love being together. We love hanging out. We love vacationing together. They like do. We just really enjoy each other. And so I want a business where like, for example, we just decided that we were going to Vegas for Christmas, right? I want a business that that I'm just like, hey, I'm not going to be here for a week. I'm going to Vegas for Christmas. Yeah. And like the world does not burn down. Yes. Nothing bad happens, right? I can go to Vegas for Christmas or I can go to Vegas in the middle of the month in October if I feel like it, right? I can choose to create a business that allows me to do those things because those are the things that are important to me. Oh my gosh. This is bringing back memories because, you know, we talked about this in Agency Thrive Mind. And I think it was the first time I thought about, like, I don't want to work on Friday afternoons. And Tasha's like, well, don't. And I'm like, ma'am, <laughs> you are insane. What do you mean don't? That's not an option. She's like, sure it is. And I'm like, so once again, I'm out to prove Tasha wrong, y'all. And I'm like, I'm going to take a Friday afternoon off. And then nothing happened. And I was like, <laughs> what? Next week, I'm going to try a nap in the middle of the day. And then I was taking naps on a regular basis. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? My whole life is being turned upside down. <laughs> I have to tell you, so many people have been like, I need a t-shirt that says like, naps are my value proposition. Yes, because they are. That's what I lead with, right? <laughs> I'm like, let me teach you how to nap in the middle of the day. Like, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I'm in. Sign me up. Yes, sign me up. Let's do that. But it was so crucial because I think it was the first time you gave me the permission to be like, this is your business. You can set the boundaries. You can build it how you want. You can work the way you want. And you said something to me that I'm going to say to you guys because she said it to me. And I was like, Tasha's mean. And she's <laughs> like, the clients are not coming to work with you. They don't care if it's you or somebody else. Like it's the work. And I was like, what do you mean? everybody's coming because they want to work with me. And she's like, mm, not really. <laughs> and I'm like, once again, I'm going to prove Tasha wrong. <laughs> right. So I'm going to build this agency and I'm going to put these people out here to work. And then it was like, oh, they don't need me. <laughs> like you're having meetings without me. <laughs> what? Yes. And so you taught us how to build the system and to build a business that we could really enjoy. And it's uncomfortable if we're mm -hmm. honest, like it's really uncomfortable in the beginning and takes a little bit of getting used to. But I think that's why we need examples like you to show us that it can be done and eventually it gets easier because now. Now you are gallivanting every four seconds. <laughs> I'm like, get your butt home and go sit in a chair somewhere. Oh my gosh, when you text me that, I was like, ma'am, yes, ma'am, I am on my way to the chair right now because I have like been in these streets for 30 days straight and I'm tired. Tired, just exhausted. My goal for everybody that I work with is that anything like implementation wise in their agency is a want yes. to and not a have to, 
right? And so if you want to do some implementation, awesome. But if you're the only person that can do that thing, let's change that. Because eventually you're going to want to create the spaciousness to do something else, like create a coaching program or have a podcast or go on vacation, right? Something. And so when we create it as a want to and not a have to, we create opportunities for ourselves that we never even thought were possible. That's so good. Oh my gosh. I hope y'all got all of this. Tasha Booth, thank you so much for sharing today and saying yes to coming on the show. Absolutely. How can everybody connect with you? Yes. So if you are interested in our launch services, thelaunchguild.com is the website to go to. Um, If you're interested in talking more with me, uh, TashaBooth.com is my website. And I hang out on Instagram way too much. And it's the Tasha Booth. So come and say hi. Let me know that you listen to this. We'll have lots of fun. (laughs) Lots of fun. Beautiful people. Remember that every challenge you face is an opportunity for growth. Every setback is a stepping stone to success. Keep pushing forward. Keep learning. Keep striving for excellence. Learn that no is not dedicated to you like it's not internal to you be like Tasha and just let it roll off your back thank you for joining us on today remember to subscribe so you don't miss any of our new episodes share it with somebody today and leave us a rate and review until next time stay focused stay resilient and stay on the road to success thank you so much for joining me for this episode of leading behind the scenes I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.